0: Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Pokey Tower Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 132 of the Pokey Tower Podcast. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, 132 episodes it doesn't seem like a big deal until you think about it. You're like, Oh my gosh, absolutely nuts. So I appreciate every single one of you. Um, also we had the Poke tower after hours air last Sunday. Pretty good. We had my most recent WADA submission that was aired on Monday night. So if you want to see that, check that out on the YouTube channel. Um, and that's it. Now we're back in to trading cards and, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Holy cow! Um, a little more research than I'm used to, like in terms of like the analytics, but um, I think it'll be worth it. So I think that's it. Am I miss? Oh, box break this Friday. Hold on. There we go. Box break this Friday for the Poke Tower Discord. It's gonna be Friday at 7:30 Central PM time. Um, let's see. We got. NBA Hoops Hobby Box. There is an autograph in this box. Um, I think this box is almost sold out. It's not sold out completely, so if you haven't got your packs yet, go to the thepoketower.com. It's uh, right there, poketower.com. Get your packs. We have Digimon, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! We have everything available, but this is the featured pack um, for the break. We also have some slabs that will be given away. Uh, we have the autographed uh, Rated Rookie, um, for Don Russ football, that's being given away. We have a PSA nine dark magician. Oh man. What was the other one? Oh man. Dang it. I can't even remember the other one. It's, it's over here off the desk, but anyways, we have three different prizes, uh, for three different, win- oh, it's a Goku. It's a Goku promo. That's what it is. It's a Goku promo that I had got from the Bandai sweepstakes. It's PSA eight. So we got the PSA eight, Goku, the PSA nine. Magician of Chaos. And we have the SGC9 Auto from Don Rose Football. That was from our break in February, I think. So that's the stuff we're going to be getting into. I'm really excited for this. Hopefully, we get some great players. Um, That'll go down this Friday. Okay. Any more updates? No. I think that's it. All right. Let's get into the podcast now. TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. All right, TCG Battle Royale, let me, there we go, TCG Battle Royale, it's our segment where we talk about the four, big four, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, Digimon, their most recent booster release, we're going to have some new sets added this Friday coming up but they didn't make the cut this week so this will be some of their final uh weeks here in the Battle Royale. Nothing changed here. Number 1. Dragon Ball Super Power Absorbed It's going to stay the same. Case prices are up a few cents at $7. 774.97. I think it was like 93 last week so nothing nothing too crazy there. The collector booster boxes are down about 30-40 bucks. They were up to about 650. They're down to 612. The Regular box prices are $7,194. That's up a few cents from last week. And then we have the top four cards in the set at $7,268. That's $7,268. The Goku obviously carrying the bulk of that price. Um, But the other alternate art secret rares are still well above $500, which is absolutely nuts. Uh, You have 21 cards in the set that break the $15 price point, which is one less than last week. So this is still the strongest, most collectible set. Out of all of them. And I think it having that collector booster box is like, that's the difference maker right there. Because now you have a rarity for collectors, which is where a lot of the value comes from. Okay. Number two, Digimon dimensional phase. Case prices are actually up. It's actually $8.95.49, which is like, I want to say it was like 20 bucks higher than last week. So that was quite the jump in the, box, in the case price. Box prices are down just a few pennies, uh, $79.90. Top four cards in the set are down $578. Here's the catch. So remember, we, we said this. I've been saying this for weeks now. Box prices were going to go up. And the All-Force Vigerman was either going to follow or go down, or they both go down, right? Well, guess what? Box prices went up last week to $79, almost $80. The All-Force Vigerman is down to $71 on TCG player from $75. So again, I think if we start seeing those high 60s, it'd be a great time to get the All-Force Vigermon because the box prices seem to be going up. Um, so at some point, people are going to stop opening these, and uh, that All-Force Vigermon, I think, will then gain some traction. Uh, as far as collecting goes, obviously he's going to need something in the game to get that price relevancy, but uh, in terms of collecting, his price could go up once it taps that $60 price range Could go right back up the second people stop opening this because the box prices have risen, which means I don't want to open this. I paid 80, 90 bucks. I'm just keeping it sealed. The supply of all Force Vigermons starts to evaporate. Prices go up. Anyways, very basic stuff there. Number three this week, Maze of Memories, Yu-Gi-Oh! Case prices are still $6.99. Box prices are exactly the same, $64.18. Top four cards in the set, down to $484.00. And there are 16 cards in the set to break the $15 price point. Now, there's some strong collect. I mean, we haven't seen collector rares this expensive in a long time. You got the Baron at 250. Um, you have the second card. It's not the Elemental Heroes, I don't think, but it's at 120. And then you have another one at like 90 and another one at 80. So very high priced collector rares. Um, I would go for nostalgia still. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not really a huge Baron person. So I think it's a cool card, but I don't really have a reason to collect it beyond it being a collector rare. So I would still opt for the Gate Guardian. Uh, I would still opt for the Black Luster. Uh, And I just haven't gotten it yet because, you know, with this whole 25th anniversary Yu-Gi-Oh thing, it has given me a serious itch to go hunt down vintage Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like the exact opposite. Like, I don't want the new stuff. I don't want nothing to do with modern stuff. I want the old Yu-Gi-Oh with this whole 25th anniversary going on. So um, that's where all my attention has been brought recently uh and that's what's keeping me from buying modern stuff. It's like it's like dang, you know. Why get this Black Luster Soldier when I can go get the original starter deck one? You know, like stuff like that uh, has really caused me to just put a halt on the modern Yu-Gi-Oh stuff because there's so much vintage Yu-Gi-Oh that I do not have that I need to get. All right. Number 4. Scarlet and Violet Pokemon. Uh this one's pretty crazy because the case prices went up to 688. Good jump there. Box prices are down to 96.99, which is like $10 cheaper than wholesale, right? Cuz remember the wholesale prices were like 104 to like 107. That's where like most people get the prices of their box. Uh 96.99, I would I would assume people were people were either sweating that this set is not doing as well as they wanted it to, so they're just trying to off their products or two it's likely, you know, the Miriam, Gardevoir, or Miradon has already been pulled out of that case, and they're just trying to off the extra boxes at a discounted rate. That's my only guess. I don't have any proof for that, but that's what, that's what most people do. That's kind of like the common sense thing. So, uh, box price is 96 It's crazy. If you haven't got one, you are now about $10 under wholesale. I'll probably just snatch one up. Top four cards in the set come out to 156 That's crazy. You can buy a box for $100, or you can just get the top four cards in the set for $160. If you're, a, if you're a singles collector, I mean, that's clearly the easier way to go. And then eight cards in the set to break the $15 price point, that is absolutely pathetic. When you have a set that has like 200 cards in it, you better have 20-something. 10% should at least be above $15. Come on. Give us something. Anyways, here you go. Number one, Dragon Ball this week. Number two, Digimon. With that All-Fours coming down to the low 70s, it could touch the 60s here pretty soon. Be ready for that. Uh, That might be one of the few modern cards I would actually go out of my way to get. Um, I got to see one in person. You got Maze of Memories at number three, and you got Scarlet and Violet at number four. That's it for the Battle Royale. We will be adding, I think, Yu-Gi-Oh! Digimon gets a new set next week. I know that for sure. That's actually this Friday. Um, We'll be talking about that here in a bit. But, and then uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! has got the 25th anniversary stuff. It's not really a booster core release, so like I don't really count it. Um, probably wouldn't really match up well against these guys anyways, but I think Yu-Gi-Oh! has got something coming pretty soon. Okay, that's it. Moving on to Pokemon this week. Here we go. That's the Battle Royale. Wow. Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? All right. The best of Sun and Moon. This is going to be a pretty cool topic to talk about. Um, because let me, let me go ahead and hide myself here. There we go. The best of sun and moon. Um, it's been, it's been about three full years since, you know, COVID started and, and we had this massive Pokemon uprising and, uh, I wanted to just take a look at, you know, a set that, I mean, we, we talk about sun and moon, but we don't talk about it a lot. Uh, A lot of people don't, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, Sun and Moon, three, four years old, it's pretty pretty old. You know, it's one of the older sets. It's right before the COVID boom, so you would think that there'd be some sort of potential there. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a look at the top six, like, best cards from Sun and Moon and how they're doing in terms of performance. uh, And that's what I have for you here today. In black, you'll see on the chart here, in black, you have Rosa. That's a full art trainer. Um PSA I have I'm doing PSA 10 comps only. Uh PSA 10 $408 which is down about 92 bucks and down about 18% since 2021. It's about 20% drop. Um you have Misty's Favor in green. It's highlighted right here. I don't know if you can see that. There you go. Um she's at $346 in a PSA 10. And its price change is down about $139 which is about a 30% drop since 2021. The Reshazard, the Secret Rare Rainbow Foil, is in uh, reddish pink here, PSA 10, $300, and is down about um, $390. So dang, that's crazy. I mean, that's a $700 card at one point, and is down 56%. So this is the biggest loser of the Sun and Moon era, Uh, and coincidentally, it has the highest pop as well, has a population of 1,235, which is the highest on this sheet here. You have Latios and Latios GX. This is the team up full art. This was one that I, I did not see coming. This was one that I definitely <clears throat> didn't see coming being a, a big hitter in the hobby. One, because I'm not a huge Latios and Latios you know, fan. Um, but in, in the artwork too, eh, it's a little much for me. But anyways, um, yeah, that one is, let me see if I can fix this for you guys. There it goes. There we go. It's a $900 card in a PSA 10, pop 855 uh, It's up $10 since 2021. It's a 1%, uh, 1% increase. But yeah, this one, this one kind of came out of nowhere. If you look on the chart here, uh, right here on the yellow, you can see he had a nice little pump, and it's just been the same ever since. We got Charizard GX, who is probably the goat of Sun and Moon. I would, uh, Burning Shadows uh, specifically. Uh, PSA 10, population of 799. He sells for thirty two hundred dollars in a ten. He's up one hundred and sixty one bucks since twenty twenty one, and it's about a five percent uh, rise in price. And you can see him all the way up here. He's actually been pretty stable. I mean, if you look at this is this is twenty twenty back here. Um, one sale here in twenty twenty for three thousand, and then you had a sale, you know, today twenty twenty three, for um three thousand two hundred eighty dollars. So from you know, basically in the last three years, it's kind of been the same. The best time to buy, shoot, was right around here. Uh, you look at, you know, 2800 and 1800 Wow. Those guys are doing well now because now you got a card that's doing almost $3,300. Uh, and then the last card, these are the top cards from Sun and Moon. So you got Cosmic Eclipse, you got Unified Minds, Unbroken Bonds, Team Up. Uh, and then you got Lily. This is from Sun and Moon Base, which was surprised. I didn't know this was the top card in that set. I thought it would have been like an Umbreon or something, but no, it's actually the Lily Full Art Trainer down here at the bottom. PSA 10, population of 742. And you got, let's see, $312 on the price. It's down $27 bucks overall. It's 8% drop um, since 2021, basically. You can see most of the most of the price charting started taking place around 2021. Um man, I it's crazy because if you look. This one just dumped so bad the Misty's favor. Because it's down 30%, but the population's 491, so it's actually the lowest pop out of all these cards here. Uh, And to me, that just kind of shows, like, I don't think... This is just me being honest with you guys. I don't think Lily... This is actually a great point if you look at it. You look at Lily, you look at Misty's favor, you look at Rosa. What do they all have in common? down 20%, down 30%, down 10%. All the female waifu cards are down. Uh, and, and that that hype that we all kind of observe and watch happen right before our eyes uh, has seen a small drop. And it's not much. I mean, it's not much. We're, we're looking, you know, let's see. Let's do, like, if we do, like, the last year, I bet you we could probably... Oh, it's not going to show me. Okay. Let me see. You know, if we looked at the last year, March twenty twenty two to now. You know, there's not much price info. So like not a lot of action there. Um oh wow, that's skewed. Hold on. Let me go uh back here. April. What the freak? This thing's all jacked up. Anyways. There we go. Um, so I don't, I think the trend's probably going to keep, you're probably going to keep seeing the same thing for like the Rosa, the Misty's Favor, and the Lily. I think they're just going to continue to drop. There's nothing, you know, Misty's Favor probably could come back because, you know, that's a main character that a lot of us know and it's from the original anime. So that's something I could see coming up. I think the Reshazard, you know, I'm not sure why that one did so bad and maybe it's just purely the population because the Reshazard was a big chase. I mean, big chase. But, you know, if you kind of look at it, you can only have one Charizard in, in every generation. You can only have one. Um, and it, it seems like the people have chosen the standalone Charizard GX from Burning Shadows. Um, the Reshizard also, you know, from Unbroken Bonds 2019. I mean, Unbroken Bonds is one of those sets that kind of was a part of the COVID pump. So, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but I, I would I would say you know this is a good look and we could probably do this for Sword and Shield as well. Uh, we could see how Sword and Shield's doing. It's not as gonna have it's not gonna have as much price info uh, in terms of like the maturity and the time. But uh, we can definitely take a look at Sword and Shield and see how that's doing and and see you know what cards are actually doing well. But these are the these were the best cards from Sun and Moon era. Um, I could have added added Hidden Fates, but not really like a full on core booster. <laughs> um yeah but there you go Charizard 3,200 bucks it's been just riding steady uh and I think that's you know I I had a post oh my gosh I had a post from a long time ago I was like you know this is probably gonna be the last good Charizard we see in a long time and I think that's gonna age pretty well Uh, it has over the last three years all right that's it for the Pokemon news this week Sun and Moon Keep an eye on it. I, I wouldn't, I, if you're going to dump all your money into something, I would say it's got to be the Charizard. I wouldn't even touch Latios. Latias. I just don't think that card has the firepower uh, in terms of like long-term collectors wanting it. I would say that this Charizard GX is going to be the guy. Uh, All right. That's it for Pokemon this week. Moving on to, what do we got? Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Here we go. All right, heart of the cards this week. We're gonna be talking about the 25th anniversary Legendary Collection. Uh, these you you're probably seeing these in the stores a lot. Let me shrink myself down. I always do this. There we go. Uh, you're probably seeing these in the store a lot. You can get a case right now for 142 bucks. That's a case of five. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm seeing these anniversary tins. Those look kind of. I wonder what those are. I haven't really looked into it yet. Uh, I'd be interested in that. But like I already have a legendary collection. This is just a reprint of it. And then obviously the, the big story with these is within these boxes, you're going to have 25th anniversary packs. So you, you have the legacy packs. Let me see. Um, uh, let's see if it shows it on here. Of course it doesn't. Here we go. Look, look, look. So here, let's see what this guy does right here. So these are the, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Okay. So these are the 25th anniversary packs you can see the little badge right there the 25th and then these this is what comes inside that box uh which is really cool because you know we got the stamp there i think this makes them a little more unique i wouldn't open them uh but it makes them a little more unique than the standard uh legacy packs we've had um the other thing that a lot of people are talking about is the quarter century rares which are these cards right here you got blue eyes slifer dark magician You got Winged Dragon of Raw, Red Eyes. And these are all tarts, by the way. It's all tart of Blue Eyes, all tart of Dark Magician, all tart of Red Eyes. Uh, Then you got the three god cards. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I don't. This reminds me of Pokemon's 25th anniversary release, the classic collection. That's what it reminds me of. and I wish we just got something a little more rare. That's, that's all I could really say because these have been reprinted so many times. And I know that these are different rarities, but it's like, come on. I mean, I was at the store. I was at the store last week. I was at Walmart and they just had these by the dozen. And I wanted to get one. I didn't get one. You I know, mean, I was like, yeah, 30 bucks. I don't know about that. <laughs> Rather buy something else. But, uh, I mean, that's just, that's retail price. You're not going to get around that really. But, uh. I don't, like I said, you know, with this 25th anniversary stuff, I actually, it's pushed me more into like vintage. Like I'm looking at, you know, I was looking at starter deck Pegasus cards. Um, I was looking at, uh, the, um, zombie vampire decks. So I don't know if you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but I think it was in 2004, 2005, Yu-Gi-Oh put out zombie vampire decks with, um, Dark Dragon. I think it was like a dark metal, darkness metal dragon, something like that. Two different starter decks. I got the Zombie Madness or whatever. Um, and that was like the last Yu Gi Oh! product I ever bought as a kid. So 2000, 2004, 2005, something like that. But like I've been looking at stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, dang, you know, I need to go get that starter deck that I had when I was a kid. Um, but he's got, it's got the Vampire Genesis Ultra Rare in it. And like I'm looking at stuff like that, right? I'm looking at first edition Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, all the you know L.O.B. M.R.D. I'm looking at all the old stuff. Uh, I've even been looking into ultimate rares. Uh, there's a couple ultimate rares that I, I would like to get. Um, it's weird. Just to, and this is this is the this is the same thing we saw with Pokemon, though. This I guess that's what I'm getting at. I don't know if you guys remember, but like when Classic Collection was coming out uh, for Pokemon, all the old stuff started doing well. And that's kind of that's kind of what I see with Yu-Gi-Oh. It's the same effect, right? They put out a product that has all this nostalgic stuff, but the real value still lies in the vintage goods. Um, so, you know, I would I would say you you, you could buy these. I, I would buy some, but it's just so hard to even shell out thirty bucks. When I mean, I could go get thirty. I can go buy a something nice for thirty bucks that's vintage. Or at least use thirty bucks to subsidize the cost of that vintage card. Very, I'm just torn. I'm torn, and and then these quarter century rares, as cool as they look, I'm just like, dang, you know, like I'd rather just go get a real slifer. You know why? Why, why go through the trouble? Um, I bet I'd be willing to bet that the packs will probably do the best over time. That's that's kind of like my take right now on this. Uh, it's just the packs, you know, that's, that's what people are doing. They're selling these, these are what is, is what you're paying for. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe that's why I justify a purchase here is to go get this. Um, but who knows how much more of this stuff they're going to put out, you know, and like how many more limited edition boxes or packs are they going to put out that have these packs in them? I don't know. All I can say is the 25th anniversary has made me want to scratch the vintage, um, itch that's it like it's all I care about um so there you guys go that's a quick look at the heart of the cards this week we're looking at the 25th anniversary box quarter century secret rares I thought they're going to be a little they're just not as received as well as I thought they're going to be I mean look you got the blue eyes at 24 bucks slifer at 15 you know and this is going to keep going down because people are just opening this crap like crazy these are going to be all over the place so I'd be willing to bet that the packs are probably going to be the best thing from this 25th anniversary set, that's that is my bet. So you're better off buying these and keeping them sealed, or opening it and then keeping the packs sealed. That's, that's like the only two options I see. Um, unless there was some sort of special stamp on the reprint cards, that would be dope. But I don't think we know that, and I don't think they've, I don't think that's happened either. Um, there you guys go, Yu Gi Oh this week. I want to buy vintage cards. That's that's the summary. Moving on to Dragon Ball. Here we go. All right, Dragon Ball this week. We got a new set coming out called Resurgence. It's a Dragon Ball Super Zenkai Series 4 Resurgence. This dropped on uh, Thursday, April 20th by Bleeding Cool. So, Bandai has begun to roll out details for the next Dragon Ball Super Card Game expansion while official pack art has not been revealed. The promotional materials say that this set is themed to Resurgence with the word used as a proper noun. That seems to be the set title reveal. For now, we'll go under the strong hint that the set will be called Zenkai Series Resurgence. This is the fourth expansion of the Zenkai Series and is overall the 21st main expansion, uh, main series of the Dragon Ball Super Card game. So far, we can confirm that the set will include a God Rare. Nice. Though we do not yet know who will join Vegeta and Bardock as the GDR focus. We can also confirm one of the set's focuses as the Golden Frieza Saga from the Dragon Ball Super. That was written very weird. Okay. Today, let's take a look at what we know about the set. Okay. Here's a quick look at the box. It's got uh, Super Saiyan 2, Gohan, and Cell. Like, how long can you milk that? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. how. Uh, whatever. Anyways. We come down here. We got 292 cards in the set. One God Rare. Three secrets, 14 special rares, 18 super rares. I can tell you right now, this is going to feel, even though there's a god rare in this set, this is going to feel so flat because we now have all tarts and we have all tarts secret rares in Dragon Ball. So I think that this could actually get overshadowed by Power Absorbed, uh, even though it's a newer set with a god rare. This is, the, this is only the second ever Zenkai series set to feature a God Rare and the third overall set. Uh, however, the, pre- the direct previous set, Power Absorbed, did have cards of similar rarity, even though they weren't officially God Rares. The Secret Rares and the standalone holographic Super Saiyan 3 Goku card from Power Absorbed are alternate art versions of the cards for, for the set, which are hard to pull in the set and hard to find products. So there you go. They're already talking about Power Absorbed kind of rivaling God Rare. Um, which is, I'll, I'll tell you what, I think that Goku card is cooler than the Vegeta and the Bardock combined. Like, I, I, I'm willing to say that. Um, but that's all the news on this new product. There's really, we don't know who the God rare is going to be. Um, I, I gotta say, <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, I gotta say that they, they probably could throw a Gohan in there. They probably could throw a Gohan in there. And then something like that would be massive. It would be bigger than the Bardock for sure. Probably bigger than the Vegeta. Um, if they do it right. Uh, will it be beast Gohan? Mm, I don't know. Would it be a golden Frieza? That would be interesting, but I don't see them putting villains on God rares. Who knows? There's just not enough. There's not enough out there to really make a speculative guess, especially when you, when you have like a cell saga design on the box right now. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, we got a God Rare. Um, that's that's really nothing else for me to say. I mean, be ready for that, but I think Power Absorbed is probably going to be here to stay a little bit longer, and it might overshadow the release of this game, uh, this set specifically, and maybe that calls for cheaper like secret rares and cheaper uh, God Rares going forward because it's like we, you know, Power Absorbed was like that gateway drug to like, there's even more out there beyond the God rare. So now you might see like lower God rare prices. That that totally could happen. Um, But who knows? You know what I mean? That's all speculative, but that's, that's kind of just what I feel. All right. Moving on to Digimon this week. Here we go. Digimon. 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 Digimon has a new set coming out this Friday called across time people have already been opening this stuff up uh but it officially drops friday the 28th this is on the uh, digimon card website six must see points for the across time set so we're going to take a look at the different marketing uh tools they use here to say hey this is why you should buy across time first part point number one Features Tamers and Digimon from many classic anime series. You got Ty. You got Davis. You got uh, Takato, right? Then you had the Frontiers guys. I don't really know much about them. <laughs> so you got Digimon Data Squad. You got Digimon Cross Wars and you got Digimon Cross Wars Season 3. Uh, pretty much, you know, I'm, I'm Digimon Adventure, Digimon Adventure 2. That's pretty much where I lie uh, <laughs> with my loyalty. Now, these cards. I'll tell you what, if these cards actually looked like this, it would be sick, but they don't look like this. Like if this tie with the War WarGreymon and the Agumon was all red, oh my gosh, if it looked just like that, knockout. Instead, I think it has more of a white background, so it's not going to look like that, but even the Davis, I like, can see the blue. This is great. They should have did this. Imperial ImperialGreymon, Vimon they should have did it. Anyways, okay, moving on. Number two, point number two, it also includes Tamers and Digimon that were, that appeared in Digimon Cross Wars season three. Experience Digimon Cross Wars in a whole new way. Anyone watch Digimon Cross Wars? Not me. So this is, you know, not really a reason for me to buy this product, but look at the cards. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? Point number three. Examples of decks built in BT twelve cards. Okay, so you, it looks like they're giving you guys some deets on how to build some staples within your decks, okay? So looks like Gallantmon's getting some support. Imperial Dramon, Shine Greymon, and Arrestor Dramon. Arrestor Dramon? I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Pretty cool that they do that. That's how, I mean, I don't play, but that's cool. I like that. You know what I mean? It makes, I guess you could say, like, so for someone like me on the outside looking in who doesn't play, that makes me like respect. Like, oh, wow, you're like helping people out that play the game, you know? Because I'm, even though I like to collect stuff, you know, I still like to see people play and have fun. It has nothing to do with me, you know what I mean? So I, it's cool. I like that. Point number four two of the secret rare cards in BT12 include all Tart card versions. Oh, what do we got here? Ooh, no way. Are those colored, or is that how it actually looks? Gold, Shoutmon, superior mode, and silver, darkness, Bagramon are included with low port. Dude, those look sick. So it is. It's gold, and it's silver. And that silver looks dope. I mean, the gold pops, too. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited for That's cool. I mean, I don't, I don't have any ties to Shoutmon or Bagramon. Bagramon, but that's badass. I really like that. I mean, look at the marketing on this. Wow. Great pictures in the back. That's what you like to see. I have no problem with this. This is awesome. Point number five, box, tops, box toppers feature an Omnimon card with a special finish design. No way. What? A range of Altart foil cards included in the box toppers. Okay. So here's some of your box toppers. Omni Shopmon. Where's the Omni? There's more. Special finish design Omnimon cards are included as rare pools. Oh my gosh. Yes. This is awesome. This, that, that's the card I want. That's the card I want. That is... That's exactly what Digi Battle Series Five looks like, except it's not. This is animated artwork. It's not the uh, CGI, the computer generated one. So that's dope. That is so cool. I love that. I love that they actually because they've done this before. They sprinkle in like one classic looking card in the set, just one. That's brilliant. That's really cool. I mean, it's just it's just a little nod to like the Digi Battle guys. Like, hey, you know, we still got some cool stuff. You know, we can't put it in the game because it's, it's not playable, but we'll give you something here, and this, you know, here's your box topper. That's cool. I like that a lot. That is so cool. Point number six. The English version ex- exclusive box topper includes security rookies. Okay. Tuckmon, Belucomon, Harismon, Dorumon, Impmon, and Pulsemon. I like... This looks this a pretty cool set. I mean... I don't know, I don't know what opening it's going to be like, but the secret rares, Altarts, knockout, knockout. That's amazing. You got box topper Omnimon, knockout. Amazing. And then you got a little bit of some tamers, you know, from Digimon Adventure and Adventure 2, like, I'm all for it. This is cool. I love that it has a subset. I mean, think about the things that this set has, right? So you don't play the game. You don't, you don't really know much about Cross Wars, but guess what? You got a subset in here for Collectors with the Tamers. You got different ways to build decks within this set, and they're telling you how you can do it, what cards you need to get it done. If you, if you pay attention to Cross Wars, guess what? They got a little bit for you in there, too. Oh, by the way, we threw in a gold secret rare and a silver secret rare that look awesome. Number three, like, like, this is great. You got an Omnimon, box topper, special rare, like sick. This is really cool. I, I like this. This is, you know, I would say this is better marketing than what Dimensional Phase got. So I'm very excited for that. Um, that's the Digimon news this week. Look for the Omnimon. That's what I'm looking for. I hope he's not too expensive. I would love to get some. Uh, if not, I'll just have to wait and then try to get like a 10 or something. But that's an awesome looking card. I love it. I love that Omni. That is cool. Okay, that's it for Digimon this week. Moving on to sports. Here we go. (whistles) Talking about sports cards. I gave you guys the news earlier. We are opening up NBA Hoops 2022-2023 basketball this Friday on the box break. And I figured we'd talk about it to see what kind of cards are in here. So that way you're not just kind of buying in the dark, right? So 2022-2023 Hoops Basketball checklist. This comes from CardboardConnection.com. <clears throat> Product details. We're getting, uh, we're getting three and a half stars out of five. Look for one autograph per box, plus an insert or parallel in every pack. That's pretty sweet. Featuring stars and rookies, 2022 Panini NBA Hoops Basketball covers top names in the base set. These are nice base cards, I'll tell you that. Um, artist-proof, Luka Doncic. That, that's pretty nice. The hobby format offers several exclusive parallels, including Gravity, shown for J- uh, Josh Giddy here. This is a Gravity hit. That's eh, that's all right. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the colors there, but I'm sure if I pulled one, I'd be stunned. Uh, the exclusive versions are all limited to 199 copies or less. That's great. Great news. What's this? Here are the inserts, 2022-2023 Panini NBA Hoops basketball base slash inserts. Combined with the parallels to average 24 across one hobby box, the inserts from 2022 23 uh, Hoops basketball promise plenty of variety. Wow, they got to stop saying that. It's just like tongue-tied. <laughs> Here's Trey Young, hypnotized. That's an insert there. Uh, hobby exclusive options include highlights hypnotized, jam-tastic, and spark plugs. There's hypno. This is spark plugs. That's all right. It's pretty cool. Uh, what's this? Another hobby-only insert is the Hoops Throwback, which gives a shout-out to the past with a retro-inspired look. I like this. That's pretty cool, the Hoops Throwback. I like that insert. And let's see, what else you have in here? Oh, you have your autographs. The 2022-23 NBA Hoops checklist also leaves room for a few autographs. The selection consists of hoops ink, hot signatures, hot signature rookies, and rookie ink cards. So here's the hot signatures. That's pretty cool. You got, what's this one? Rookie ink. Oh, I like that. That's nice. And then you got, what's this? Ink? Just says ink. Oh, I see. Oh, it's the red parallels. Ah, got it. Limited to 25, the red parallels are only found in hobby boxes. So these are the red parallels. That's pretty dope. Standard blasters offer exclusive Rise and Shine memorabilia and rookie remembrance relics. And there you go. <clears throat> one autograph, 24 inserts and slash parallels. So everyone's going to get an insert or parallel. And then we got one auto in the box. And that's just a quick look. Here's the full checklist. I'm not going to do that. Oh my gosh. Um, that is the, a quick look at NBA Hoops. It was a, it's an affordable hobby set, and that's why I bought it. Um, and we're going to have it for the break. So if you haven't got your packs yet, make sure you head to Pokeytower.com, grab some, uh, and we will gamble on some basketball cards. All right. Moving on to Greasy's Gaming Corner. Here we go. All right, guys. This is pretty crazy. Um, where is my dang? There we go. Like I said, with the 25th anniversary uh of Yu-Gi-Oh!, right? Like this year, um, it's gotten me to look at a lot of the vintage Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff. You guys saw that I went on a Pokemon binge for my video games, right? We got like four copies of blue version, we got two copies of yellow, I got pinball. Been going hard on the video games. I wanted to get red, but I don't want to pay three thousand bucks for red, so I'm not going to do that. Um, plus, blue is—I'm fine with blue because that was the game that actually stuck with me as a kid. My red version broke when I was like when I first got it, so didn't really have much of a connection to it. Anyways, going back to Yu Gi Oh 25th anniversary. Like I said, that new release has got me thinking about all. The old stuff and what I remember when I was a kid, which is the whole point of anniversaries gets you to remember those times. Um, and this is where my mind's going. So it's like after Pokemon, this is probably some stuff that I'm going to be looking after. And these are the games that I have here on the screen. These are the games that I remember as a kid uh, and played. So here we go. This is the list. If, if I were to buy Yu-Gi-Oh! games today, if I were to put any attention into Yu-Gi-Oh! video games, these would be the ones. Uh, first off for Game Boy Color, Dark Duel Stories. I remember this game. I had it on my Game Boy. Uh, I did not have the Blue Eyes Dark Magician, um, box. I had the, the other one with the Great, the sword, that fire sword. And the, what was the other one? Uh, Hiaru, the little pink bird. We had those ones. I remember that. So I think I might've had a older, a newer version of Dark Duel Stories. Um, that one I owned. It was a fun game. That's like the only Yu-Gi-Oh! video game that I actually like played a lot of. This also happens to be the most expensive one. Um, talking about prices, you can get a graded copy for about $1,500, and they only have about three sales per year. This is according to pricecharting.com. Um, new copies of this game are about 1000 bucks. That's not too bad. Um, about, you average about one sale a month. Um, and then you can get a complete in box for about 60 bucks. I would go for a sealed copy undoubtedly, um, definitely have to do that. Now, the second one that we're talking about, this is Yu-Gi-Oh! Dawn of Destiny for Xbox. Now, if you guys don't know, I was Xbox was my system growing up. I was not a PS2 kid. and We had a PS2, but I, it wasn't in my room. It was in my sister's room. I had Xbox. Uh, and I never had Dawn of Destiny. That was a game I always wanted and I never got. Um, so, you know, I never got the, the Winged Dragon of Raw, like DoD, um, I never got the Dark Sage DOD. Like I don't have those promos. Never did. Uh, but this—the reason why it's on this list is because I remember I wanted this game really bad. I didn't have—I didn't have any money as a kid. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I like threw out the trash and like picked up like dog poop and pulled weeds for like you know five bucks. Took me years to save money just to get this stuff. Dawn of Destiny though. So I, this is something I. This is like one of those games like i would try to get back my childhood. Um, and new copies of this game are pretty nuts. I mean, $400 for a new copy, uh, graded, you can also buy 400, but that's pendant on the grade. So, you know, it looks about the same, but it really depends on what the condition of the game is. Um, but yeah, Xbox, you know, Xbox for life. Uh, that's just something I got to have, even though I never played it and I don't know much about the gameplay. I was a huge Xbox nerd when I was a kid and this is a game that I never afforded, couldn't get. That's why I want it now. Now, the last one on this list is Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memories. This is for the PlayStation 1. This was a game that I had only rented when I was a kid. I rented it, and it never worked. Like I don't know if you guys remember that, but you go to Blockbuster, you go uh, to Hollywood Video, you rent the game, and it just wouldn't get past like the, the load-up screen. <laughs> so this was a game that I would like sit there and reset the PlayStation, try and clean the disc over and over and over. And I might, I might be able to play like the first two levels and then it would just freeze or it would stop. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was a very common problem that kids had. Um, so this was a game that I'd only ever rented, never got to actually play it. Uh, we might have played maybe like the intro, like the first first thing that you, you know, like, like literally like right past the loading screen we might have gotten past. Uh, but we never, I never beat this game. But it was, I just remember like, dang dude, like all my friends were playing it and I couldn't play it. Um, so again, this is one of those ones I had to get and uh new, you can find these games for about $400 new and they sell for about $1,200 graded. I would go for either one graded or new. Obviously I would take my chances with just a new sealed copy. I've been delving into that with the video games. Um, yeah, but let, let me see here. So we had a 9.8 sell for 1300 bucks. Like that's not, that's not terrible. Um, you had a 7.5 sealed uh, sell for 288. Like that's, that's I can do. That's manageable, right? um, So these are the Yu-Gi-Oh games that I really want to go and, like I said, man, this past week I have been binging, binging on Yu-Gi-Oh content. Like I'm about to go watch the anime here pretty soon. Watch season one, season two. um, Man, Yu-Gi-Oh is so fun, and I, I just feel like I haven't given it enough attention, and it makes me want to go back. And plus, you know, I said this a few weeks back. You know, like I'm selling a lot of my lower rarity cards that I don't need. Uh, In, in preparation of buying like the bigger ticket items. So again, like if, you know, I think I, I just sold a, an ultimate dragon the other day. I'm going to sell the ultimate. I sold the ultimate dragon. I'm going to go try and get like the big boy ultimate dragon from jump. Right. And I have a jump, but it's an eight. Like if I can go get a nine or a 10, I'm going to upgrade. Um, so that's the type of stuff I'm chasing after. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh has just been, that has been my pretty much Pokemon video games. And Vintage Yu-Gi-Oh! have been high on my hunting list recently. And uh, it's been refreshing. Very refreshing to, to look at this stuff. All right. That's it for Greasy's Gaming Corner this week. Moving on to Gengar's Grabs. Last segment of the night. It's been a quick night, but it's all good. Here we go. All right. Oh, wow. Spoiled that one. Gengar's Grabs. This is our segment all about you guys. Uh, I did a repeat of last week. So last week, I chose the top five winners by the um, whoever got the most amount of emotes on the Discord. So if you put an item in and you voted and you got the most votes the so most emotes, you ended up in the top five this week. So number five this week, it's going to be Top G, also known as JT. He's got a complete inbox of Digimon World 1 with the promo. That's sweet. Um, cause that's a true complete in box, right? You got game manual promo and the case. Um, uh, this is another one of those games. It's crazy. I would actually, I would actually try to get the Yu-Gi-Oh games over this game. Maybe that's because I already got, you know, the, the metal mon. I had, you know, three or four copies of that card, um, Maybe that's kind of helped me scratch that itch. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I would, I would go for Yu-Gi-Oh before this. Number four this week. Going with Omega Saiyan Mon. He's got a PSA 9 Brawley, the legendary Super Saiyan. And if you don't know where that's from, he actually won that in our box break for March. Um, so that's really cool. I'm, I'm glad that you like it. It's, it's a sweet card, by the way. I think it's one of the best Brawly cards. Maybe not the most expensive, but I think it's just one of the coolest looking. Because like, I am not, don't really like the way they display Brawley on some of the cards, but that one. I can go for that one. Got the nice MLC pose there. Number three this week. Alex. He got a PSA 10 Omnimon Alter S. This is a secret rare from uh, Digimon 1.5. Yes. He got a lot, he got a lot, I think, I think this one got like 10 votes, like 10 emotes on this one, so again, we got an MLC, solid PSA 10, Omnimon, Alter S, number two this week, ATM got a massive, what was it, uh, 150, 150 um, card return from PSA, this was the most liked one on uh, on his return here, he's got Dragon Ball, he's got some Wise, uh, he's got Vintage Dragon Ball. It's got Pokemon. It's just everywhere. I mean, this was a massive spread. You got Radiance in there. You got Fool Arts. You got Alt Arts. Look at that. You got a Dragoon hiding right there. You got some Alt art Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. Got some Dragon Ball Super. Looks like multiple copies here, too. So that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. Solid, solid return. He actually had another picture. Of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bandai cards, he got them all graded. I would have voted that one in, but you guys voted this as the most popular one, so it, we went with that. Uh, I would have voted. I thought the the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bandai was more impressive because I remember talking to him when he bought he bought like a whole collection of it. Um, I remember when he was like, "You think it'd be cool to grade them all?" I'm like, dude, if you did that, you'd be one of the few people that has them all graded. Um, that's like the big deal, you know what I mean? So I'm glad he got it done. Um, that's. You got to take a picture and post that one time. Like all of it at once. Um, that's huge. Massive. All right. And then number one this week with a repeat. ATM again. Now this one had the most emotes. I think this one had like 15 emotes on it. You got a PSA 8 Garurumon foil, which is. That's a banger of a card. Uh, at a PSA 8 Battle foil at PSA is big. Like, that's big, especially on a main character like Garubumon. You just do not see that happening. Uh, and then he got a PSA 6 of the WarGreymon gold. He also mentioned, you know, he's like, I can't, I can't grade anything above a 6 on this WarGreymon. You know, I mean, I I, I, didn't, I I, haven't looked at your cards personally, but um, they, they, they do come down hard on Digimon. I do know that. It's actually surprising how many times, like, I'm like, dang. I didn't think I'd do that bad and I did. So, yeah, they're, they're, there are no games at PSA, but still, this one got the highest amount of votes. Um, and that Gururumon is clean. Like that. I think those are two, you got two main characters there, uh, one in a really high grade. You know, like you guys got to understand look at that Gururumon in an eight, like the same way you look at like a first edition Blastoise in an eight. That's, that's what we're looking at here. You know what I mean? That's literally what we're looking at. Um, so that's, that's, that is no joke right there. Uh, and I love it. That's awesome looking card. So congrats to ATM on that. All right. That is it for episode 132 of the PokeTower podcast. I think I got some pretty exciting stuff on the way. I'm not going to say anything. But I got some pretty exciting stuff on the way. I'm working on it. I'll let you know as soon as I can. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Join our Discord because it's free. It's rowdy in there. We fight a lot. We bicker a lot. It's okay. We're all a big family. You can support the podcast by clicking the link down below It says support this podcast. You can donate as little as 99 cents a month. Helps keep the lights on around here. Helps pay for these box breaks. That's all it's for. Um, helps pay my editor, right? So like little stuff like that. It really helps me out. Um, episode 133 next week. If I don't see you... Wait, I did that backwards. I'll see you this Friday. If I don't see you on Friday for the box break... I'll see you on Sunday for After Hours. And if I don't see you on Sunday for After Hours, I'll see you next Tuesday or Wednesday for the podcast. We got a bunch of stuff going on. Anyways, thank you guys for watching. I'll see you soon. Peace.